and welcome to another edition of On The Board Sports. I am your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T., joined by my fabulous, wonderful co-host, William Trucci, a.k.a. Will C. Will, how are you doing, sir? Ah, doing okay. You know, worked earlier, here, now. Work hard, play hard, right? Thank you for your service, Will. No, Sean, thank you. Yes. Thank you. And, Will, what is today, Will? Is it a certain day that's in the middle of the week yes. that a camel says in a certain commercial? Hump day! The only person happier than me, Will, and our fabulous producer, Mr. Miles, Miles. is a camel on Wednesday. Yes. A camel on Wednesday. Will, what's going on, man? Well, first of all, as we lead into the show, I have to give Will another, not the, you know, last one, but... Another huge thank you, Will, for an amazing experience Saturday afternoon. Will, um, you know, hooked me up and hooked up School B. Big, big shout out to uh, School B, Will. Big shout out to Brandon Robinson for coming to the Islanders versus Avalanche game on Saturday. It was so awesome with a capital A to have him there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Hey, look, listen, when the Islanders win and when School B's around, it's always awesome with a capital A. Always. And you know what? And, you know, that was my first hockey game there. And, um, you know, and, and, well, man, I had a great time, you know what I'm saying? The blue and orange and army shout out to those guys. Well, like, Will talks about a lot of this stuff. And, you know, and, Will, you know what's actually crazy, Will? So I sat with you guys. Right. A Saturday, had, mm-hmm. again, had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Sunday, I'm watching the game and I could hear you guys. Right. You could hear Sunday, the drum. I could hear the drum. You could hear the drum. And I hear you on. guys. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. Really? Nobody cares. <laughs> I heard <laughs> that. they scored a goal. Uh, Sunday when yeah. the Wild scored, I yeah. was like, I could actually he- hear these guys. And yeah. I was with them the other day. So, Will, yeah. man, th- uh, Will, man uh, thank you again. Yeah. Uh, the Islanders won in overtime 4-3 against the Avalanche. Well, it was a real, real fun game. Uh it was a 4-3 win, man. Right on Saturday, you know, Ryan Pulak with two goals. The game, the go-ahead goal at the time, and then the game-winning goal in overtime from Casey Sezikis to send the Islanders fans off happy. And, dude, I got to tell you, man, what a game. They really – you could tell that that was almost a trap game, almost <laughs> to a certain degree. But, man, did they come out in the overtime and they literally played hard. Uh, Barry Trotz goes in there with the structure and all that stuff, and they guys like Brock Nelson coming through, playing hard. Casey Zizek is coming through and playing hard, playing his usual usual game, grinding it out. And Ryan Pulak with the one-timers going into the net, bro. Not one, but two. Right. The guy is just an absolute gifted offensive defenseman. He is. What, a, what an unbelievable game. Sean, I, I know... You have a couple of things to say about the Barclays Center, so I'm going to yes. let you have the floor on this one. Right. So, this, so as Will said, as I said, this was my first hockey game at Barclays Center. And, Will, I want to – how do I say this? I want to preface my statement by saying I'm not mad at the fans for feeling how they feel about it. Right. Because, like, I've been on record saying, and I'm going to say it one more time, Will, Barkley should have did a much, much better job giving the players first and foremost professional things. They shouldn't be saying that the locker room is too small and the 
visiting team has better stuff than us, that's really, really bad. Right. When it's a home game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then from the players to the fans, once you presented the structure of how the arena was going to look, hockey, the rink is very, very big. It's, it's 200 feet it's, long. Right, 200 feet long. You cannot have a section where fans cannot sit because they won't be able to see a part of the game. Well, I don't care how big or how small, that is embarrassing. So I so I firsthand saw one of the many uh, problems that you and other fans have. Right. Because because where we sat, which was an amazing view, but when the puck went into that little corner there, we had to look up like at the screen right. to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Barclays Center, you got I mean that that cannot be. Well, that it's cannot be. it's only going to be there for probably about another what year or two if they even go back to Barclays. Yeah, because they could just have the forty one played um at the at National College at the barn, which I mean at this point makes sense. Like, don't have the players splitting like twenty here, twenty one here, thirty here, eleven there. If it's possible to play forty one at the barn, that's their home. That's where they right. originally was. But so. Well, I do see the beef. I see the reason why. But well, I will say, I forgot his name, but he's a member of the Blue and uh, Darange uh, Army too. Well, and well, it doesn't help that where we were section two twenty eight, two twenty eight, two twenty nine. Right. Well, it doesn't help that our section was one of the very few sections that was making noise. Well, right. So it's almost like the fans, you guys, come out and well. I kind of feel like they're so upset <laughs> right. that the game is at um, um, uh, at Barclays. Yeah. And it was an early game, a one, uh, one o'clock, o'clock game. game so right. people are kind of groggy, yada, yada, yada. You're not making noise. And, well, I think that's part of the reason why I was able to hear it uh, Sunday, too. If if everybody else is trying making noise, I'm not hearing the drum. I'm not hearing nobody cares, nobody cares. But, right. but actually, Sunday actually heard it. So it's almost like I do get it. I understand Barkleton has many faults and shouldn't have, you know, either shouldn't have taken the team or if you're taking the team, come up with a better a structure. Right. But at the same time, listen, they're in New York. Yes, it's a train ride that no, nobody wants to take, but mm-hmm. make some noise. In 228 should not be the only section. Make a noise. Well, whether the game is at one or whether the game is at six. Shout out to. Th- 228, 229 at the Barclays. My group, the Blue and Orange Army, these guys are great. They always, like you said, Sean, every game they come out with the energy. They have the drum. Yeah, it didn't help on Saturday that, uh, you know, the drum and the cowbell that came a little late. But, hey, listen, sometimes it's better late than never, you know, whenever they bring the equipment in. Of course. So, dude, it's every game. Every game it's like that. Just the energy, the having fun. Seeing familiar faces every game, it's like being with family. It really is. Well, so talk about the this whole refs group that showed up Saturday. I, I had no idea prior. I had no idea to, prior to this like, either that they would. To who these guys are? To actually, <laughs> apparently, they're just a bunch of traveling referees that just. <laughs> I, I remember going to a game uh, last year. I forgot who it was, mm-hmm. but they were playing the. It was at Brooklyn. And you could he- they had one section, I believe, over right by the Honda Club, mm-hmm. and you could hear them like whenever the uh, the uh, the referees stop stop play, and yeah. you could hear them. Penalty came up, they cheered for it. So it, it's 
Dude, it was just crazy, man. It's you know? actually really funny. It, <laughs> it was. Funny. It was. That anytime the ref stops player or penalties call, like they, it's it's almost like they're like they're 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 like a group of fans who cheer for the refs. Like the refs are like their um uh, are their team. So it's actually real funny. But um, yeah, man. Well, Saturday was amazing, and uh, you know, and I definitely have to. Uh, I mean. I, I definitely now would have to go back uh, to the barn. Well, I was looking up the tickets for the 28th. StubHub has them for like what, like almost quadruple what a regular Islander ticket is because obviously we know the player that's coming back, right? The team is coming back. So I do get it. I do um, uh, understand. I may have to catch the one on April 1st <laughs> because the one on the 28th, I mean, he. Yikes. Yeah, I know. I know. It's going to be a lot of money. But when you're a season ticket holder and you get it for, you know, face Lucky value for all the games, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Right, right, right. No, no. You got to capitalize on deals like that, man. You know, you just have to. Definitely. So, well, man, again, man, thank you again. So, well, well, let's get back to the team now. So they won a Saturday 4-3 against the Avalanche. A pretty wild, you know what I'm saying, uh, right. back and forth game. Mm-hmm. Sunday, well, well, and, you know, Back to actually uh, Saturday uh, one more time. Well, me and Will was at the game, speaking about the game. And, Will, I said this on air. I said it to you before. I said it, said it, said it to you then. I'm going to say it to you now. Good teams find a way to win. Yes. They came out, Will. They went down two zip. Uh, a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so they came out two zip, and, you, and, and, you, and you're like, oh, man, you know, they came out flat, which they did again, a one o'clock game. Right. Well, that goal right at towards the end of the second period was huge. Mm-hmm. Then they came the Everly goal, right? The Everly goal. Right. Then they came. They tied it at two. Mm-hmm. Awesome job by Josh Bailey. By Josh Bailey, and that Josh Bailey chant. What do you know? Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. It by is. the way, it that's is. freaking it's amazing. Great. It's great, Josh Bailey. <laughs> it's great. I'm not going to sing, but well, that's a fucking great chant. Love the I way can, I. It's okay. You can curse. I can it's a curse. Podcast. Well, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. But um, <laughs> um, right. But I was gonna say. Well, oh yes, yes, yes. Um, and then listen, those two goals. The one to take the lead. The, pool the Avalanche right. tied it. Right. They won the game. Right. That Just, was a fluky goal. That was a fluky, fluky goal. It really, really was going off a tape skate. A tape skate. Yeah. But well, that was a back and forth game. But they won mm-hmm. Sunday's game, a 2-1 win, right. a much, much more tightly defensive game. I felt like they came up with way more in energy. They kind of took it to the wild mm-hmm. in that sense, um, and they were able to kind of, I'm saying, uh, hold on hold on at the end. Right. Last night's game, well, three games in four days, and in whatever sport, it's always hard. Yeah. It's always hard. Yep. And you could see that they came out flat. You yeah. can see that they came out flat. Buffalo, who's a much improved team. Came out and really, really, you know what I'm saying, punched us in the gut. The first Buffalo goal, Will, that, that should not have been uh, saying goal. It, it was blatant interference. Mm-hmm. Will, if I could see interference at home, <laughs> I mean, the referee, I mean, dude, you're right. It oh, was, it was. It was right in front of your face, bro. Right. And for him to not call that, that was crazy. But, Will, as you said, in Zeke we trust. Right. KC, He's been playing great. He has, man. KC, he tied the game at one, but... A Saber scored the last two goals and they won the game three one. But hey, look, two the dot of three when you're playing three games in four days, well, it's always good. So, Will, just talk about the last three games in your mind. Um, you know, great come from behind win versus Colorado. Um, 
having to go up against one of the better first lines in all of hockey, having to go up against McKinnon and mm-hmm. and all of them up there mm-hmm. with uh, Miko Ratanen and and uh, Gabriel Land- Landeskog. You know, going up against those three is just absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, for them to come back like that was just absolutely amazing. Uh. The Sunday game, I thought they were going to lose. I really, really did. I really <laughs> thought that because of coming off of back-to-back. back-to-back. And on top of that, now they're 9-0. and They're 9-0 and in the second yes. games of back-to-backs. Yes. It, it's amazing. Yes. It really is. Yes. You know, kudos to – hey, you're doing the cheering now. Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but kudos to Barry Trotz for keeping this team on its P's and Q's and just knowing how to – Go out there and just play, you know, play a structured style of game. Right. And they came through. Power play came up big on Sunday with Devin Taves scoring the what wound up being the game winning goal. Right. Against the Wild. And the defense was great. Uh, Saturday, too, another play that we forgot. Matt Martin diving across the ice. To save that year. To save the open netter. The open netter. Right there. Leonard, who, who, I, didn't, I think he I, jumped the gun. Yeah, I he should have come that wide out. <laughs> I did not understand that one at all whatsoever. Right. But Martin sacrificing out. his whole body to save that goal that was that was really really big. Man. If that was last year, that would have been a goal. Definitely, that would have been a goal. Nobody would have would have dove for that one. Yeah, and then we would not have we wouldn't be talking about that. But that's let that was what could have been last year right. to what was now. Right. So hey, look. The Islanders, like you said, Sean, you can't win them all. They got to go out there now on uh, on Thursday, go up against Columbus at Columbus, a place they really don't win right, right. that much. And they just have to go out and just play hard. But now you go up against uh, Borowski, it's going to be tough because right. they're, they're in the middle of the playoff race themselves. Right. And they don't know the GM for their team doesn't know if they're going to go out and they're going to be sellers or buyers. Right. And and that's always hard, you know, when you're in the middle of middle of the pack, it's like it's like damn, you know, like can we really contend with the Islanders and Toronto and Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh and Boston, yada yada yada, or should we sell like maybe the Devils or you know, Sabres or whoever so forth. Well, and I actually forgot this. Um you remember during the summertime, well, mm-hmm. remember we broke the Jeff uh, Skinner trade right. from Carolina to mm-hmm. uh, Buffalo. Well, actually forgot that he was even on the team. So when he scored, I was like, wait, what's that he on Carolina? I was like, oh, wait, me and Will actually broke it right. uh, on a show. But I mean, yeah, well, sorry, good. No, I was saying, I was going to say that, you know, Jeff Skinner is the, is one of the, is he top? Now, top goal scorer? He's, uh, he passed the name that I won't say. And I'm not uh, <laughs> going to say it either until February 28th. But he passed him. Um, right. um, Ovechkin is one, and I think Kane is two. So I think he's third. Okay. He's third. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's having himself a really good year. Awesome year. That was a hell of a trade Buffalo did. I'm, I, I, I don't know why the Hurricanes give up your best player, but hey, that's why they get paid the big bucks, and I don't. <laughs> Likewise. Right. So. You know, they came off. They did a uh, the Sabers yesterday. They did a really good job of frustrating the uh, the Islanders. You know, they took them out of their game. There was a lot of chances where the Islanders could have scored, and I think they they had a lot of 
They had more shots on goal, I believe, yesterday than uh, than the uh, the Sabers did on the Islanders. So, you know, you can't forget either. This team is up and coming. The, the Sabers are definitely Rasmus Dahlin having a New York Islander, a former New York Islander, and Kyle Oposo right. helps out too, along with Jack Eichel. Eichel and Skinner, that's going to be a right. dangerous duel for well, years to come. Well, you got to remember, too, Skinner's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. I don't think Buffalo would would have made made a trade and not had plans to right. assign him. So, but, I mean, yeah, true. You know, true. That there, could be a there's, guy a lot of, there's a lot of things that ultimately uh, are going to happen. But, he's, uh, well, he's, well, he's going to command a big deal, too. Oh yeah, he's gonna command uh, Tavares X. Sorry for saying the no, sorry for saying the name well, but he's gonna command that type of deal. Oh yeah, eleven eleven per twelve per. Talking about his limeage, Jack Eichel is the second Sabres player in the past twenty years to need fifty three or fewer personal games to reach the sixty point plateau. Daniel Briere in fifty one games did it in two thousand six oh seven. Eichel has twenty one multiple point games this season. Buffalo did not take a penalty. In a game for the first time since March 19, 2018 against the Nashville Predators, the Islanders have allowed the first goal in four of their past five games. What's in store for the New York Islanders? They have, like I said, the aforementioned Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday at Nationwide Arena. That game will be at 7 o'clock on MSG+. And you can probably listen to that game on the uh, radio uh the Hofstra Radio Network, 88.7. And then the Sabres, they host the New York Rangers on Friday at 7 p.m. That game will be on NHL Network and Sportsnet 1 up in Buffalo, along with uh, MSG here. For the Rangers, right? right, right, right. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man, that you look at and you say to yourself, for the, for the Islanders right now, just keep playing hard, you know, they hold a commanding, what, 4.5-point lead right now? Mm-hmm. Actually, three-point lead against the Capitals. And then the Columbus Blue Jackets, you know, five at this point. So, it, things Tomorrow's are looking good. Are, um, are it's, it's, big it's a must-win it's, yeah. it's Every game from here on out is a must-win. Because you lose, and now it goes from plus five to plus three against that same team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I'm saying so. It definitely is um, a game. Well, something that I that I saw over the last three games. Well, um, Matt Barzell, he's been kind of he's been kind of quiet. I know he's been. I know he went on that tear. Um, you know, what I'm saying a couple weeks back, or I'm saying uh, a couple months back. But you know, it's also a good uh, of uh, actually a really good sign. Well, when your best a player hasn't really been scoring, which he hasn't. Over the last, I'm saying, like few games, it's, but other players are still picking up the actual pace. It's, it's, like, <clears throat> it's scary how this team can actually go out there and play the way how they do. Because here's the best player on the team, right? Going out and just, you know, killing it with the puck and everything like that and making moves the way how he does and his awareness and everything like that. But, uh, you know, you have other guys that aren't really scoring. The Josh Baileys of the world that aren't scoring. The, you know, the second. Andrews Lee. Andrews Lee, he hasn't been scoring that much either. But as of recent, but uh, it's still early. Uh, not early, but it's getting late early mm-hmm. at this point. As an old yogiism. 
But, uh, not, you know, I, I don't know. I really don't know. They, they're they going to need somebody that's going to be a sniper to put alongside uh, Matt Barzell. Who, who they're going to give up at, the, at this point in time, I don't know. We'll find out. But Well, my fear is come crunch time, you know, you know, late February, early March, in April. And maybe just going forward, well, until they get that aforementioned right. uh, sniper will. Right. And, well, you kind of saw it. And correct me uh, if I'm wrong, well, you, you, you kind of saw it. Well, I saw it Saturday. We're almost like Colorado was willing to let anybody else beat them except him. Like every time he had the puck in – in that sport, there's no such thing as a double team, triple team. But you could see any time Brozo had the puck, the the attention to him was extremely high. Well, you don't want to let a fast player like that gain gain momentum, right? You know, and then once he gains momentum and he gets open, you know, anything can happen. He could score a goal. He could pass it off. Right. He could draw a penalty. So, kudos to. These opposing teams for, you know, putting their best player on him, you know. But, Will, to score four goals and he didn't have any, that's big. That's big time on Saturday. Um, Sometimes it's better to be a facilitator, though, instead of being a, a goal scorer. And that's why and that's why I think he's taking the next step to, to being great because even if he doesn't score well, even if he doesn't have an assist well, the fact that he's becoming such a great player, he's taking the attention off of right. a Bailey, mm-hmm. a Lee, a Taves, a Zekas, a, P- a Pulak, a Clutterbrook, yada, 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 yada. The fact that he's taking the attention off of these guys is really, really good for us, Will. So right. we shall see, man. I'm, um, Thursday's game is big. Obviously, they have that um, trip they have the Saturday coming game, up. right? They have the Saturday game against Edmonton, the last Edmonton, game at Barclays, right. right? So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. And then they have their Western Canada trip coming up, so it's Which gonna be till the twenty eighth, right? <laughs> well, they got to play Calgary when they come back on the twenty sixth. No, 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 no. All right, but 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 right. I mean, like just at that point, trip and all. I know, right? And well, I think that is a big thing too. I feel like having the having that last game be now opposed to March. They can be like, okay, good. We can just focus on one place. <laughs> that's it. We can wake up in our beds, not have to hop that's on a it. train or drive. Be focused on one place. Well, I think that's going to be huge, man. Can't wait. You have any final thoughts? No, man. You know, just, uh, well, again, man, I appreciate it, man. Saturday was great. Shout out to you. Shout out to Scoop. Blue and Orange. Yeah, Army, the drum, the chants, and everything. So looking forward to our next game, well. Best fans. Best fans in all of sport, hands down. Section 329. Well, we call it two. Two two nine now, but you know, you know how it goes. Right. Those guys are great. Right. Shout out to Tommy Fess and and everybody in that group, man. They they just go to every game, like I said, and they just as do I. I haven't missed a game yet this year. They just go out there and they just just show it up, man. That's great. Um, I really have no other final thoughts other than let's go Islanders. Thursday's a huge game, and then Saturday is the last game. At the Barclays Center for this season, unless you know certain postseason things happen at and with the New York Islanders. For Sean Thomas and for Miles, I'm William Trucci. We'll talk to you guys soon.